This week on FX Guide TV. We bring you highlights from the 10th annual VES Awards in Los Angeles. This and more coming up next. Hello, I'm Angie Dale and welcome to the VES 2012 Award Show. It is a big night for the effects industry and Mike and the guys were on hand to see the winners, get the gossip and sit down at the Beverly Hilton with some of the most celebrated effects people of our time. That's right, we're here at the VES Awards here in Beverly Hills in Hollywood. It's a great night. We've already had tons of interviews and quite a lot of the awards have already gone through as I'm speaking. We're about to meet with some of the prize winners as they come off stage right now. Here's what happened earlier in the night. Pat and Oswald couldn't be here tonight. I'm Andy Serkis. Thank you guys so much. So much for. <laughs> I know Andy. I always make fun of him. He was, he had an amazing. He had an amazing year. Oh my God, Caesar the Ape, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and um, God, what else? Oh, uh, Michael Fassbender's penis in Shame. It was un. <laughs> the motion capture on that. That was, the the Academy snubbed him hard for that. I'm sorry, I'm a little gobsmacked right now. I watched Martin Scorsese actually leave his car earlier and walk back into the green room and then on stage, one unbroken shot. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. What can I say? It seems like everywhere I go, Martin Scorsese's following me. The guy's stalking me. I went to the Canon event, he was there. I come here, no, I'm just joking. The, the number one surprise guest for the night was Martin Scorsese, who was here to open the festivities at the VES Awards. Martin Scorsese, loved by the visual effects community, not least of which for his film Hugo, which is a tribute to filmmaking and visual effects. What's your name, boy? Hugo. Hugo Cabret. So one of the many visual effects nominees here that's also an Academy Award nominee is Rob Legato. I sat down with Rob earlier this evening just as he was entering the awards to discuss both the VES Awards, which they've already picked up uh, some awards tonight, and of course his Oscar nomination. Well, the, the reason why I think people are acknowledging it is because the care and love that went into taking advantage of what stereo gives you as opposed to we just turned it into stereo. And Some of the movies are just uh, done later and it's not that technique 
doing it later is bad. It's that at the moment of creation, you are still striving for what's that extra thing? What's that extra little bit of depth? How is it help me tell the story? How is it tell it better? How does it make it more interesting? What can I take advantage of? What do I steer away from? So that care and love is put into every single moment as it's being created, as opposed to you didn't think of any of it, you went to turn into stereo later, and you get what you get, it's very good, but it doesn't have this extra little layer like a very fine performance has. One of the people that's being honored here tonight at the Visual Effects Society is Stan Lee, the Marvel comic creator. He uh, had a huge reception here at the awards and I got to sit down with him as soon as he came in through the red carpet to discuss the amazing role and the amazing universes that Marvel has created for visual effects artists to populate. I was talking to some director some years ago and he said, you know Stan, there is nothing you can imagine that we cannot put on film now. And it's apparently true. When you see things like the Hulk lifting a 10-ton tank and throwing him, it, when you see things like Iron Man flying in his incredible armor and shooting rays down below, and not only are they able to put it on the screen, but it looks believable, it looks real, it looks like it's really happening. And I think that these special effects people are absolute wizards, they're geniuses, and I am just so thrilled and honored to be here and to be given an award from them. protect the earth. You can be damn sure we'll avenge it. One of the recipients being honored this evening is Douglas Trumbull. Along with Stan Lee, he's being singled out for recognition for his enormous contribution to the craft. And many of the people here at the Visual Effects Society, of course, have worked with Douglas Trumbull. But it's great that he's still making such terrific visual effects, such as the work he did in Tree of Life. I got to speak to him earlier today when he dropped by, and this is just a snippet of a longer piece we did, looking at the issues of the future, I guess, of cinema, especially as it relates to special attractions and high-resolution, high-frame-rate work. But most people are not aware that if you increase the brightness, you increase the frame rate, you increase the screen size, you're getting to an experience that's almost like a flight simulator. It takes you into another perceptual dimension to where it's like you are in the movie rather than looking at the movie. And so the whole cinematic language of two shots over the shoulders, close-ups, reverses, can be changed to a language that's more like a theme park ride, where the audience is actually on for the ride and is a participant in the movie in some weird way that's beyond normal, what I call third-person cinema. So that's been the thread of my whole career, is trying to get there. And the only way you can get there is through these um, technological issues that are now enabled by digital technology. Our final presenter is the voice of Puss in Boots. Yeah, Mr. Antonio Banderas. So this award is for supporting visual effects. And these are the nominees. Outstanding supporting visual effects in a feature motion picture. Anonymous. Andre Cantarell, Volker Engel, Ronnie Sosan, Mark Weigert. Hugo, Ben Grossman, Alex Henning, Rob Legato, Karen Murphy.
Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, Leia Armian, Chaz Jarrett, Seth Mori, Sirio Kintavaye. Oh dear. Source code Annie Godin, Louis Moran. What is my mission? A secret program called the Source Code will send you back in time to relive the last eight minutes of a passenger's life on that train. Warhorse. Duncan Burbage, Ben Morris, Mike Mulholland, Chris Zed. And the award goes to Hugo. Well, it's very hard to describe what it's like to work on a film about one of the great pioneers in filmmaking history with one of the great filmmakers of all time, Martin Scorsese. Huge thrill. The, the band of collaborators he has with them are incredibly multi-award winning people that brings our art form up to such a huge level. So we had to participate in a level that we probably are not ever experienced before. And so that was the inspiration. And I have to thank the people right behind me who did essentially all of the work. Pixamundo, all the companies that worked on it. But I will turn it over to Ben Grossman because I want to publicly thank him, Karen, and Alex for the incredible amount of work they did on this film. Just like a few of the hard people that worked on this movie, there were over 400 people working around the world to bring the life to Hugo that you saw on the screen. And uh, I can't thank them enough. The artists at Pixamondo in uh, Berlin, Frankfurt, Stuttgart, London, Toronto, Burbank, Los Angeles, Beijing, Shanghai, all who did great work. But not just that, uh, Lola, who did exceptional work. Um, Matt World Digital, Uncharted Territory, Yannix with a twist, and um, this whole wing of the building over here, ILM. So much of our job for stereo was doing what Marty was trying to do, which was the storytelling. It wasn't enough to just make it beautiful stereo. It was more about how can we craft this shot to help the emotional arc. And he would give us the entire edit and the footage and extended takes and flash to flash so that we could see and understand what he was trying to do with stereo so that we could make our stereo match it. It wasn't enough just to match the footage, but in so many shots we just really had to create it like Alex and, and so many other people did with even just the opening shot flying through the station. I mean, that requires a masterful choreography of, of, of complicated stereo formulas just to make a shot like that feel natural and flow. All right. We are at the last award of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. But first, the film Tree of Life in its entirety. Let's, it's so good. It's locked the doors. Outstanding visual effects in a visual effects-driven feature motion picture. Captain America, The First Avenger, Charlie Noble, Mark Soper, Christopher Townsend, Edson Williams. Harry Potter and the Deadly Hollows Part 2. Tim Burke, Emma Norton, John Richardson, David Vickery. Pirates of the Caribbean, On Stranger Tides, Gary Brosenich, David Conley, Charlie Gibson, Ben Snow. Have you ever seen with your own eyes the fountain of youth? Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dan Lemon, Joe Letary, Cindy Oaks, Kurt Williams.
Transformers, Dark of the Moon, Scott Benza, Wayne Bilheimer, Matthew Butler, Scott Farrar. Amazing work. All of them deserve it. But tonight, the award goes to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. This is amazing, especially considering all the other nominees. So I, my hand goes out to everybody because it's an incredible amount of work this year. I have to throw out some thanks to Joe Leteri who couldn't be with us and Eileen Moran from Weta for such an incredible job. It was great. Sometimes when you do a movie like this, there's a bit of a leap of faith that has to happen. And I gotta give the studio, Tom Rothman, Emma Watts, uh, John Kilkenny, and Joe Conmey for, I have to give them credit for trusting us when the cards were down, because they were on many occasions. And uh, a huge thank you to my team at Weta. I feel so privileged to work with you guys. And uh, every day going to work is such a privilege. And especially to uh, Joe uh, Letiri and Eileen Moran, who couldn't be here tonight. We, uh, we love you, and um, it's, it's, a it's, it's a real honor. Thank you. Folks, you made it. You made it. We are done. Stanley and, Stan and Douglas Trumbull have gotten a booth at the Spearmint Rhino for all the winners they'd like to announce. Ask for a stripper named either Excelsior or the Black Monolith. It'll all make sense when you get there. Folks, thank you guys so much. Have a great year. Good night. It was some hard competition. I was I was a little worried that we wouldn't. Um, it, it was fantastic, though, just to be recognized with everybody else. It is absurd to think that one film is better than another, but certainly you guys pioneered some really amazing areas. And I think that perhaps is what you're being recognized for tonight, do you think? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think more than anything, though, um, whether it was pioneering or whether it's using you know old stock kind of techniques I think people were able to, to get connected with the character in a way that they hadn't really done in previous movie-going experiences I think that was the thing whether whether the technology was new at least Caesar and the idea of an ape carrying you know the emotional weight of a film that was a new experience for people and I think maybe that's what people uh, latched onto. And that was in our psyche from the day one that we all got together literally was like we're going to advance technology, we're going to make this amazing ape, but it's going to live. It's going to live in people's minds. When they walk it out of, out of the theater, they, get, they are going to think it was on the screen. And they did. Kudos, kudos to the studio for just taking that leap of faith that, you know, that we could pull this off, that there, we could make a digital character, that an ape, that people would care about. Because really, the film was going to sink or swim based on whether people could connect with Caesar. And thank God they did. Congratulations, but I'd have to say not a huge surprise given how popular the film was and the respect it's gained already. Uh, yeah, but still we were, we're always amazed and happy when we get awarded something like this. It's a real, it's just nice when you work that hard on a, on a project that people recognize it and enjoy the show and enjoyed the, uh, the, the creature Caesar that we, that we created. Yeah, there was, some, there was some stiff competition, but we're really pleased for the, for the team. Yeah. So there obviously was a lot of nuanced production in terms of the performance, but also a, a lot in terms of lighting and just sitting it in. You must have had like a really big team sort of working on any one character at any one time. 
it, it was an enormous team, and it was an enormous amount of hours to get Caesar to have life the way that Andy Circus had it on the plates. Yeah. So I mean, as animators, you know, we're we're always really thankful for the for the visual effects supervisors and for the for the team that make it look so beautiful. You know, it's um, we see things looking pretty rough, and then when you see them like that with the fur on them, and it's it's pretty exhilarating stuff. Yeah. But obviously, you guys are building on a very like strong body of work. Yeah, we were lucky enough to um, build up on all the work we did on Avatar, on Kong, on Rings. Um, so yeah, we, we did some character movies before, but it was a huge surprise for us, and we're extremely happy to, to get the award for all the Caesar work. <laughs> and in a way, obviously, this is for Caesar, but all of the characters, the secondary characters and stuff, have also a remarkable, even characters in the background have an astonishing amount of animation put into them. Yeah, well, all of the characters were pretty much treated, well, in, in many cases, the same way as the hero characters. So, um, they were, they were like in some in some cases, even the background characters were better because they were based off of uh, like real reference chimps that we had at the zoo. So you could look at it directly, and you could see that this is the chimp that we can actually go down to the zoo and see in real life. I'm sure if Andy Circus was here, he'd agree that a lot of the performance of, comes from the eyes, especially when the character doesn't really talk at all. Yeah, it's always a huge challenge having a non-talking character where you express him purely by emotion and, and facial performance. So, yeah, Andy gave us an extremely amazing basis to work off, and yeah, it worked out really good. Well, congratulations again. Thank you. Well, it's been a great night here at the Visual Effects Awards. Huge, huge night. It was like really the who's who of people throughout. The party's already starting. Um, I'm going to have to head off to an after party. Thanks so much for being with us. See you. Thanks for that, Mike. And come back next week for more from LA and the awards season 2012 here at FX Guide TV. And a big thanks also this week to the VES and their PR company for all their help with our coverage from the awards. And if you'd like to contact us, then please email us at tv at fxguide.com. Well, until next time, see ya. For more industry news, in-depth features, podcasts and forums, check out fxguide.com. And for visual effects training, check out fxphd.com.